Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Krista Cocott. I am a recovering people pleaser and I help you become the same thing. Okay, so today's episode, you guys, is all about um, piggybacking on the last one that I did. And it was 10 signs that you have people pleasing tendencies, that you are a people pleaser. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that one. Or if you're like, no, I already know I am. I just want to know like how to stop being a people pleaser. I'm going to give you 10 ways in this episode. And if you want to go deeper on any of them, please reach out for help because I can give away the farm. I can tell you all the ways of how to stop being a people pleaser and make sure that you don't go into burnout mode and that you start, you know, stop being resentful and all the things. But if you don't take action on these 10 ways that I'm going to give you, it's nothing, nothing's going to change. So this is what I find is that we can have all the knowledge in the world, right? We know we need to do the things, take action on it. And sometimes people don't know how to do that. Like it's something as simple, right? As Number one is, I'm going to tell you because they, they are going to follow suit with the first one that I said that is a sign that you are a people pleaser. Um, so 10 ways to stop being a people pleaser. Number one, practicing no. And that one itself can trip up a lot of people. Say no and think about what that was like, how you felt, where that came from. Continue practice saying no until you're not triggered by this word. So what I will have some of my clients do and what I did when I first started out was I would literally look in the mirror and I would say, no, thank you. (laughs) See how that was still polite? Because as a recovering people pleaser, you're like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I don't want to say no. I don't want them to be, you know, offended. No, thank you. Sounds better. Um, No, I can't come to the party right now. No, I can't make those muffins for you at six in the morning. No, I'm unable to do that for you. No, I can't help you move on Friday. No, thank you. No, I don't want that water. No. So I literally just practiced saying no. Practice saying no. I'm not joking you. Once you get comfortable with that word, you will be able to say it more and more. And that's a huge, huge one to help you stop being such a people pleaser because as people pleasers, we say yes to a lot of things. Number two, allow yourself time to make a decision. I call it power in the pause. Take a moment to pause, stall for time or delay giving an, an answer immediately. Okay. By doing this, you will give yourself time to prepare to say no, if that's your answer, and be firm with your answer. And if you actually aren't sure, it's perfectly fine to take time to weigh out your options. So when, especially guys, when we're first learning how to, how to make these decisions and follow our gut and follow our heart and follow our soul and do what we want to do, we've become to, we have become so used to the habit of just saying yes and being there for everybody else that when we give ourselves time to pause, we can actually go, is that something that I truly want to do? Is that actually a no? Is that actually a yes? So give yourself some time. If somebody asks you something, say, you know what? I'll get back to you in a couple hours. I'll get back to you tomorrow. Make sure you follow through with that. Make sure you follow through with getting back to them. 
And sometimes I have found that this just delays the inevitable as well. So if you know your answer is no, and you're like, I don't want to do this. I know it's a no, but I'm going to let them know tomorrow. You're just dragging out what you already know you need to do. However, sometimes that's helpful for some people. But if you know it's no, practice it right away. No, thank you. (laughs) So there's power in the pause. Allow yourself time to make a decision. Number three, schedule time for yourself. Look at that calendar of yours and pencil yourself in. Put yourself on your phone, whatever, however you do your, your time. Time is not going to appear for you to magically make time for yourself. Because as a people pleaser, you will automatically, habitually make time for everybody else first. You must make time for yourself. Make sure you block it out on your calendar for your alone time, for your own needs, schedule it and stick to it. So for me, I actually look at my week and then I look at my days and I go, okay, where can I, where am I going to schedule in my time? Um, as of recently down here in Costa Rica and in the mornings, I have been going down the beach for about two hours by myself and I bike down or I walk down and it's just me, myself, my thoughts, God, my journal. Um, sometimes it's just me in the waves and it's just alone time. That is what I've been doing down here. Back in Canada, I would do pedicures and massages and I did different things um, there. But it's whatever it looks like for you, schedule the time for yourself because it's not going to appear. You will fill it up with taking care of everybody else. So you must get in the habit of going, that's my time. Start off small. Seriously, start off small. If it's only two times a week, then get that in. Um, If you can do it every day, fantastic. Number four is consider your priorities, okay? Be aware of what your values and priorities are and if what you're about to say competes with your needs and values, you are pleasing everybody else. If your priorities are not going to be met because of what others are asking from you, prioritize yourself just like others prioritize prioritize themselves. Remember that your needs are just as worthy. I'm going to give you an example about this. Stop abandoning yourself. When you feel that you need to do something, this, this will go back to number three about making time for yourself, okay? You have scheduled in two hours, three hours, whatever, an evening full of a bath and wine and tub and alone time and Netflix, and then someone calls you, and they want you to come over and help them take care of their kid, <laughs> whatever it may be. Be aware what your value and your priorities are. And if what you're about to say yes to would compete with your needs. Okay. So in that moment, you're like, okay, I really just need a night to myself. I just really want to be alone. I just really want to watch Netflix and have popcorn and a glass of wine and a hot bath. But they need me again. Consider your priorities, what's important in that time. Because when you start listening to what your body needs, listening to what your mental health needs, listening to what that inner guidance is telling you to do, it will become easier to say, I'm sorry, I can't tonight. That's it. Nope, I can't. Number five, don't apologize for saying no. 
I believe I just did in my sentence before this. <laughs> I think I just said, sorry, I can't tonight. Don't apologize for saying no. See how habitual that is, right? Saying no without being sorry. You don't have to feel sorry for prioritizing yourself, you guys. When you apologize, you lessen your own value and allow others to feel as though your needs could wait. It's, it's absolutely the truth. Saying no without any other feedback or explanation can help you feel empowered to take care of your own needs. Nope, that doesn't work for me. Boom. I don't know about you, but I know on my journey as like becoming the more most healthy person that I am, I respect other people's boundaries immensely. So if someone says no to me, for no other reason than just no, I can't or no, I won't or no, I completely respect it. It takes me maybe a fraction of a second to go, oh shit, I got to reroute because they're not able to do it. That's okay. But I respect it. And there's no explanation. I, I often will think like, good for them. They've got their priorities straight. They know what they want. That's what I think of them. I'm like, imagine when I say that, imagine when you say that people are going to go, oh, wow, she knows what she wants. He knows what he wants. That's so great. Don't apologize for saying no. Number six is probably the most important thing that I can give you on helping you stop the cycle of people pleasing. Work on your inner self. Do the healing work that needs to be done. It's important to look inward and figure out where these people pleasing tendencies are coming from and heal from that wound that may be causing the behaviors. This is what I work one on one with my clients with immensely. It might be an old trauma, a poor experience with a loved one. It could be just a habit that you can't seem to break. There's so many reasons why we people please you guys, regardless of what it is. It's important to make sure you feel comfortable with yourself and honor your needs. And that takes the healing work. That takes looking at where it's coming from. And you may, when you're listening to my voice right now, you may go, I know where it's coming from. I just don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to heal from that. I don't know how to move forward from that. That is where the coaching comes in. That is where help comes in. So please feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, my website, kristacocott.com, wherever it is. This, that right there is what I help my clients with. We work on the inner self to figure out where those, those wounds are coming from. That's causing that behavior. Cause that's, what's keeping you from moving forward. Number seven, identify toxic traits. When you say no and others don't accept or respect that decision you've made, that's an indicator that you should set more limits around that relationship. They've probably been taking advantage of you. I just did an Instagram story on this about how when you start setting boundaries, you're going to have people that aren't comfortable with it. And that is okay. You will have people that might make you feel guilty, that might not respect it, um, those toxic traits of they're not used to it. So just be aware of that. Just be aware that those people that are giving you pushback are probably ones that benefited you, benefited from you not having any boundaries. Okay. So just be aware of that. Identify those people. And it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of them. You just might have to put up maybe a little bit more boundaries with them. Um, number eight is set boundaries. Hello. This one is really incredibly important, incredibly important. 
um, with self-care, with self-love, with self-abandonment. Set boundaries. It's so important to set your limits and share those limits with people around you. If they respect you, they'll be proud of your efforts to take care of yourself. When I first started out setting boundaries, and I've mentioned this before on my episodes, um, I remember telling my sister and a couple people in my life, my my immediate family, I'm like, okay, guys, (laughs) I'm learning how to say no. I'm learning how to set up some boundaries. And I might be really messy at this at first. And I don't mean to hurt you or cause... Again, people pleasing, trying to explain why I'm doing this, right? I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm, you know, I said sorry probably 50 times. I need to be able to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to have to leave the party at seven. So please don't be mad. Literally, this is how I started out. Start out however you need to. Just start freaking doing it. Start setting those boundaries. Start saying no. Start leaving the party early. Start not going to the party at all. Start not hanging around those people. Start having those tough conversations. Start telling people this isn't how you're going to treat me. Just start doing it. They will, the people, like I mentioned earlier, that are in your corner will support you. They will. They'll be like, got you. And mine did. I had numerous people that were like, wow, good for you. And then I had others that just kind of fell off because they didn't know what was happening to me. (laughs) They're like, wait, I can't go to you for everything anymore. I'm like, no. Hmm. Okay. Number nine Consider the source of the request. So this is meaning when people are asking of something of you all the time. It's important to know and be mindful of who is asking something of you and how that person could support you as well. If this person is always supportive of you, you guys, and they are in a crisis, it's okay to be there for others in a crisis for a good friend. However, if it's constantly something that is more than, than you can actually support, they may benefit from professional help, right? It's okay to share your concerns and support in a loving way, but when you feel that you are constantly be taking, you are constantly the 2 a.m. phone call to try and fix their life, they may need to go and seek professional help. Don't be that punching bag. Don't be that doormat. Don't allow yourself to be that person that needs to fix and rescue people. Stop being that people pleaser to, to everyone that's coming along. Yes, be the support to people that need your help in a crisis. Absolutely. But just be very aware of when it's over that. And really know, and again, that's another boundary. Maybe it's not answering every single phone call. Maybe it's not replying to a text right away. Maybe it's not making yourself so available. That's other another really... Um, A really great thing that I have done over the years is not making myself so available like I did before. Before it was like I wouldn't miss a call. I replied to every message right away. I was putting myself out there. People knew Krista was the person to go to. She was the person. Yep, just ask her. She'll do it. She'll do it. She'll do it. She'll do it. And for me, I got so drained. So I stopped putting myself out there energetically, making myself so available. And now when I do it, it's because I want to do it and I have the energy to do it. Um, Just the other night, I offered to babysit uh, one of our really good friends down here. I said, hey, do you want me to, you know, take Addie while you guys go out and have a great night out? And don't worry about it. I'll just, you know, sit in your house with air conditioning and watch Netflix and put her to bed and all that. And she's like, well, I would want to put you out. And are you okay? And this, and this is what's beautiful is like, I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't mean it. 
And that's something that has become very clear for me is I won't offer my help unless I mean it. Whereas before I offered it 24 seven, didn't matter if I meant it or not, because I needed people to need me and want me. Okay. So that might be resonate with you guys there. Number 10 is talk to counselor, therapist, coach, a mentor, somebody. It can be overwhelming to deal with all of life's pressures, both internally and externally. So learning how to set these boundaries and sort through inner issues can be super helpful on directing you in the, on the, the way that you want to go in your life. And it can be hard. So find somebody that you really respect, that you feel safe with, that you jive. You can't maybe put your finger on it. I've had people say to me, they're like, I'm not really sure what drew me to you, but I just know that I want to work with you. I feel they don't say the word safe, but that's essentially how they feel in my presence. And that's always an, um, that's a compliment because it's something that I've worked really hard on, on being that type of person, because that's who I like to be around is that person that I feel like I can just dump everything on. And it's a safe place with no judgment, but with only compassion and grace and understanding. So find your person that you feel is able to hold that space for you and able to walk you through the the internal um, struggles that possibly you're feeling with people pleasing and how come it's so hard for you to say no to practice the pause to take time out for self-care all that kind of stuff where is that all coming from and how do we move through that so those are the 10 um, ways you guys to start stopping (laughs) to start stopping the cycle of people pleasing if you guys want any help in this area please know that this is what exactly what I do with my clients I help them move forward set boundaries speak up um, take care of yourself really take care of yourself make sure that your needs get met first so that you can in turn take care of those around you so let me know if you want any help in this area I would love to work with you and I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day